Hey everybody, how's it going? Hello. Great. Great. Yes, because it's our annual 4th of July episode. We always do a 4th of July episode. Last two we did a couple of national treasures. Uh, this year we're doing one straight up uh, for the namesake. We're doing <laughs> Independence Day from 1996. Uh, uh, could we not just do the third national treasure? It does not exist yet. Hopefully oh. in the future. Because right. if not, we might be doing the second Independence Day next year. Oh, uh, Independence not... Day All Star cast help by... me out here. No. Okay. All Star <laughs> cast by director Roland Emmerich, who makes a bunch of giant disaster porn trash. Uh, you got Will Smith, Bill Pullman, Jeff Goldblum, Mary McDonald, Judd Hirsch, Robert Loja, Randy Quaid, Margaret Collin, Vivica Fox, James Redborn, Harvey Firestein, Adam Baldwin, Brett Spiner, and Harry Connick Jr. So. This is, was a staple in my house growing up. Uh, my father is a large fan of this movie. Uh, I've seen it <laughs> many, many times. <laughs> as... This explains so much to me. <laughs> <laughs> that really opens my eyes to things, you know? It's a very quoted movie in our household. Several different good uh, good pulls in this movie. Uh, and, well, okay, is that the, all this, what I'm saying, correct so far? Has someone in that household? Uh, let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Yeah, exactly. And Nicole is the rare, never seen before uh, Independence is that Day. Rare? It's oh. just on TV so much yeah. growing up. Like, like it was just on around that I'm surprised. Like through osmosis, everyone who was alive at this time has not seen it. Uh, well, if you know me at all, then you would know I never would choose to put on a TV movie, especially something like this. So, no, it's never come across my plate uh, to see this. Also, think about the fact that uh, I'm the sole female in my household. Yeah, that's And true. Nicole's father was the sole male in her household. So, um, I think that things are just different when you have uh, an all-boy crew and an all-girl crew. I think so, too. You're saying this doesn't appeal to women? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that maybe the Barbie <laughs> well, we movie might have been on more <laughs> in, in yeah, her house. Mysterious and powerful aliens launch an all-out invasion against the human race, but wonder turns to terror as the ships blast destructive beams of fire down cities all over the planets. Now the world's only hope lies with a determined band of survivors uniting for one last strike against the invaders before it's the end of all mankind. Mankind, that word should have different meaning today. Uh, if you if you have not seen Independence Day, it <laughs> is on your TV right now, I guarantee, if you have cable. Uh, but if you don't, it is also on HBO Max. So, Independence Day, we're going to spoil it here now. We rate things here at Films with the Woman of My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. So it is July 2nd, 1996, uh, when an enormous alien mothership arrives in the orbit of Earth, and it sends out all these smaller but still extremely large saucers over Earth's major cities, and we are introduced to an enormous cast of characters. If you've ever seen a Roland Emmerich movie, what he likes to do is have eight 18,000 different groups of characters all over the world doing random, pretty tropey, basic things, and they all got to come together to uh, defeat a thing. So you've got guys <laughs> like Captain Stephen Hiller, who's Will Smith, who's a fighter pilot, and he just wants to be an astronaut. And you got guys like Jeff Goldblum, who's an MIT-educated satellite engineer, or is he just a cable repairman? 
and he's got his uh, overbearing father. You've got uh, this redneck crew led by a drunken crop testing pilot. That's Randy Quaid. And, of course, at the center you have Bill Pullman, President Thomas J. Whitmore, who's a former fighter pilot, uh, and now he is uh, facing this crisis with his team of all the cigar-chomping and uh, drink drink swilling bureaucrats who are a mixed bag of helpful and not helpful. Uh, so all these characters and their associated characters are going to have to come together and find a way to stop these aliens who are blowing up the cities with their big tractor beam blue laser things. Uh, they're using their satellites against them. They're, they're, they've taken out everybody, so uh, this crew has to figure out a way to stop these aliens. And... I'm not going to overcomplicate it more than that, because that's, that's what's happening. Uh, so, Nicole, new to this film, what did you think of this plot? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I am happy to say that the whole cast, with one exception, didn't take this movie so seriously, and I think that that is what makes it as successful as what it is. It's not supposed to be like, I'm f- I'm fearful of aliens after watching this. It's like... I had a nice chuckle, like so. I, I I like it in that sense. It was funny. It was fun to watch. The person I think that took this way too seriously is. Uh, do you have any guesses? The President, President Whitmore, Bill Pullman. No, Vivica A. Fox. Oh, oh, she's just not a very a very good actress. But I, I, think, I think is the yeah. I mean, bless what the her fuck heart. Is that about? I don't um, know, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it, as as lighthearted as I feel like this is, because I don't think it's supposed to be. I mean, it's supposed to be an action. Obviously, there's a lot of a lot of rough and tough stuff in here. Like, cool, but I would never pin this as like <laughs> a serious action movie. I don't know if I'm supposed to or not. But um, the the plot itself is really really stupid. And it, I, I don't. I, who who comes up with this? Like I'm, I'm really confused. I'm like shell shocked after watching it the first time because I have, I've heard about this movie obviously my whole life. Like everyone that has seen this has had an opinion on it. So watching it myself and being like, this is what people are uh, so hyped up about. Like it's kind of really corny, but I think that's why it's popular because it's got cool uh, actors and actresses in it it's got people that are you know relevant to the time which is cool are we is this like 25 years old is that what we're looking at here 25 years old that's right all right okay yep so i think i think that the cast is well put together for this movie because you know everybody likes jeff goldblum right now in 96 and will smith and whatnot so i mean I don't have much to say about the plot itself, actually, because I just think it's so foolish that I don't think it was meant to be taken as this serious thing, unless I'm just underestimating what this director thinks about movies. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a two point five. What do you got, Mama K? Wow, interesting. Because I think with this movie, um, I've seen you know when it's on TV, you never catch the beginning. Because uh, you don't really make a date to watch a two and a half hour movie with commercials, <laughs> three hours or three and a half hours. Uh, that's 25 years old. I mean, maybe you do, but I don't. So um, turning it on and watching it from the beginning, I was like, ah, I forget all of this, you know, this real quick sort of world building for the characters. And 
I'm going to disagree with you about the plot, Nicole. I think the plot's fun and I think it's interesting. You have to think about, think back that it's 25 years ago. So, um, I mean, a lot of disaster stuff was going on in films at that point, but I think this probably type of movie has been reduxed over and over in the last 25 years. And I think they, they did a pretty good job of just sort of, it's a real easy thread to follow. I think it's not, there's not, you know, nowadays it's like subplots and flash sideways. Oh, and true. this thing is you know, loaded with subplots. It's, it's almost only subplots. No, I no, but I think it's not. I think it's just this one way that every, I know what you're saying by subplots because he has, like you said, he, 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 he has these worlds that sort of, uh, he creates and then they all come together at the end to make this big giant, you know, whipped cream sundae of deliciousness. But I don't think that it's, the plot has all these different things. I everybody agree has with the you. same. Yeah, everybody has the um, same goal in mind. Uh, it, if I you mean, asked, the aliens like have if, won. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if we asked you what the, you thought the plot of the, is this movie, you can make it very generalized. Like, it's about aliens coming to the globe and taking it over. But yeah. if you ask about a movie now, you're right. There's 15 different things you could say to create this this world right. in a newer movie. I agree and with it's, you. It's sort of unapologetically, I mean, it's definitely pre-woke. So there's, you know, no one's feeling sorry for the aliens, which I feel like now there'd be like a little, oh, but the aliens had this They do terrible... have the alien watch party on top of that building. Right, right. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> who lo who doesn't love a good alien? I don't know. Uh, there's an X-Files reference in the beginning. So I have to, I was like, how do I miss this every time? This is amazing. But I think it's just like straightforward. It's not anything that anybody has to really, you know, vociferate on or think about too much. And, and I think that's enjoyable for me. And it was more so than I thought it was going to be because it feels played and old when you're only watching the same scenes of, you know, uh, Will Smith fighting the big bad I don't know what she is like. She's the the den mother of the ship or whatever. Um, or you know, my you know I have favorite scenes, but doing things in that movie. So um, so I like this plot. I'm giving the plot a four. Uh, I mean, I I guess I could follow what's happening. It's just that you know if nothing actually makes any nothing makes any sense and it's all so far fetched and crazy that like. You know, yeah. I, 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 Roland Emmerich, I think, thinks fancies himself a Spielberg, and he's much more a Bay. Uh, and oh, absolutely, I, yeah. I, 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 but like with his his uh, tender moments and push in shots, it looks like he's trying. I, I think, I think Roland Emmerich thinks he is like this great, like he's a he's a German guy, and he's really obsessed with like American exceptionalism. He's made a bunch of movies where like he did the Patriot and like day after tomorrow and like all these other, I like, love the Patriot. Oh, uh, he, he's, he, he, I don't he like day out. after tomorrow, but even Patriot. I don't, I don't know what his deal is, but I think he thinks he's way like smarter than or not him as a person, him as a screenwriter and director is way like more clever than his stuff actually is. He's like, it's like, it's like pure id of tropes. It's like, uh, it's like so exceptionally tropey at every turn. Like you could, it's almost like a really smart bot wrote this, like a bot watched a bunch of these kind of movies and made a thing. And that's the movie. Like, I don't think the, the, I like the, what you're implying about the fact that I like this plot. 
It's just, <laughs> it's just a really like like oh they're here they're using our satellites against us. There's no reason they would do that. I mean they they have all this crazy technology. Why? And then they beat them with oh you gotta catch a cold, a virus, a computer virus. I'm like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's the stupidest those thing are ever. The things, I think Nicole punched on it that those are the things that are funny i'm not sure he meant for them to be funny but they're funny and no that's because they're funny it's it's a it's an entertaining film but i don't think um i i'm basing this on the what i think the the team's intent behind it i think the actors are maybe aware of the joke but uh i think he <laughs> so. thought he was making like he was making E.T. or, like, uh, some some big crowd There's pleaser. no way that he could think that when <laughs> you see, like, there's, there's scenes where, I mean, like, the skull and crossbones in the virus material that he's inputting into this spaceship, it's got a fucking skull and crossbones on it, and then it beeps up on her, on her computer and says, you have a virus, ha ha ha, with a little skull, like... They don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I wish I, I, I the only way it could be like more dumb is if like that. Remember the welcome wagon, the 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 uh, helicopter with like the flashing lights. Like that means we're saying hello. I wish it just said welcome across it because that's that's yeah. how like that's how dumb. That's the level of the things going on here, and you know, all, all the characters showing up to places where like oh thank God you happen to be here. I mean that's typical plot stuff, but Gee. then like the actual like reasons and why are the aliens even there what are they they, all that what do they want us to to do they just well they have this enormously overlooked power of being able to talk through someone else by wrapping their thing around them so but but we see when when we're in area 51 with the with the surgeon but their one thing they want to do is kill (laughs) when they say yeah isn't that peace (laughs) no peace (laughs) (laughs) the thing about this is don't you see i mean this okay for one this is what everyone thinks is going to happen if there are aliens and they make contact there is no way they're coming in peace so a randy quaid's gonna fly into their ship screaming up yours (laughs) that's how we're gonna win (laughs) um and B is, don't you think how this is exactly how people react, especially Americans? I mean, we didn't get to see very much of the other world, um, other parts of the world, you know, reacting to this, except for, ah, and then at the end, yay! Yeah, everyone else is just um, like, oh, finally, but, the Americans I mean, I, have come up with a solution, and then that's like the end. <laughs> well, that's exactly what was happening while we were watching it. It's like, my son, my other son is like, why... Um, why is anybody else doing anything or is it just us and i'm like always just left to us go ahead the Americans that's literally what they said when they sent it out to uh i think that i think they're in like israel and it's british troops that they're like oh the americans have a plan yeah. it's about time i'm like why does anybody else do anything but whatever and they show a lot of <laughs> <laughs> no but this is like so stereotypical of what people think about us and it's stereotypical about how the um how the the military reacts and there's always one guy in the military that's real staunch and then there's the guy that's just like oh my god blow everything up i can't wait for everything to die you know so it's like well i, I, I love all of that i'm giving this a i'm giving this a two five because it's co- it's competently I, f- I know what's happening and i understand the things that are happening it's just what's happening is very dumb and it doesn't actually would never actually happen in any it makes no sense but you can you understand oh, what know, people man. want. Uh, well, you said characters, characters. There's a whole bunch of characters. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you think of them? Okay. 
Well, let's talk about one that we forgot, which I had no idea that that was Mae Whitman playing the little girl, the president's daughter. So it's not a character. I'm just telling you. Are I was really. Are you it was scared. Like, yeah, me too. I know that's the end of the children's lines. I was just Mom's bringing it up. Sleeping. I don't really want to discuss the performance. I was just like, there's there's Mae Whitman that you know. That I is guess, true. Yeah. Right there. Um, the characters are really uh, hyper stereotypical, and um, I'm going to be honest with you. You know how I feel about this movie. I don't want to watch it ever. Um, when it comes on, I'm scared of all the things that are going to be said in my house for the next like three weeks. Cause then all, it'll just be a hundred percent independence day quotes, uh, until You're especially afraid of Bill Pullman. I don't know why you just, I'm so, so afraid much, of Bill but... Pullman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, he's my, maybe my favorite character. <laughs> oh God, no, I'm not afraid of Bill Pullman. I don't like the president's I mean, I don't like Bill Pullman as the, maybe I don't like Bill Pullman. I have no idea, but um, so that's my initial when you said this is what we're doing and I was like no um, but watching it from the beginning again was actually fun I think and it kind of I was I was into it and I think because I'm looking at it with a 25 year old perspective of uh, all the other stuff that I've had to watch in between and some of it is fine and some of it is not good and some of it is too good for me I don't understand what's going on at all um that i was happy with this and the characters the characters that i that i've always liked i continued to like the characters that graded on my nerves did it in you know more so this time and i realized that i'm having an issue with this movie with male voices any male voice that is like just <laughs> irritating from harvey firestein to the president i was just like I can't take it anymore. And even Judd Hirsch, who I normally like, I guess he's the one who kind of m moved over a little bit for me. I like him and I liked his character before. He was just too overwhelming for the, me this time. And I just kept screaming at the screen, my David, my David, my David. <laughs> Oy vey, I'm dressed like a schlemiel meeting the president. I'm like, oh, we get it. We get what you, you, you lay it on a little bit. We thing. know who you are. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that was the only one I think that, uh, twisted for me. Yeah, Vivica A. Fox, not good as that character um, at all. Honey, do you want to meet the first lady? Um, <laughs> or baby, baby. Everything's baby, baby, baby. Um, uh, and the president for me is the worst, the worst. His, his, the way he talks like this. And I don't, I, I, stop uh, mumbling. Satellites and, against and, us. Yeah, and then, you know, and then my least favorite, you know this 100%. Um, just very small thing in the movie is when his wife dies because you need to kill the mom. Um, and he goes to see his daughter after that. First of all, he's walking in the hallway and he's like trying to look um, distraught. Pained. And, yeah, he looks constipated. <laughs> he looks anything besides distraught, but he's sort of like, nobody come near me. I, uh, 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 you know, terrible, the worst. And then he sits down in the hard plastic chair and then he's like, is mommy sleeping? And then he's like, yes. Yeah mommy's sleeping it's the worst the worst the worst the worst 100 percent the, the worst line. second worst is also his and it's the big speech do not go quietly blah 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 uh so i also hate that and i know that's one of the big like everybody in the world loves that so much and it's like sweet caroline to me i am the single dissenter on this so I really like Will Smith's when Will Smith is there and when he's especially when he's uh, with Jeff Goldblum. I like that. 
Um, I my favorite scene though is when he crash lands and he has to drag the alien across in the desert and uh, it's yeah I could have been at a barbecue. What's that smell? All that stuff. Really good. <laughs> um, things that we say a lot. So uh, I'm gonna stop talking about the characters. They're fun. I'm gonna give the characters a three and a half. <laughs> the characters are definitely the best part of this whole movie. Like they're, they're funny, so, right? There's so much what I think is goofiness, but it comes off as seriousness that how these people are playing the roles. I actually really like um, Harvey Firestein a lot. Like I just always have loved him also in like Mrs. Doubtfire. So I like him. I think that he's really funny. And yeah, but they I gave also... him such a just like my hair is on fire kind of. Yeah, that's all he did. Oh, I'm gonna call oh my, my mother. Where's my mother? <laughs> you know, it's like I'm hiding under a desk. No, stop. Uh, forget true. my lawyer. It's true. And I, my favorite scene is with Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith when they're smoking the cigar together in the spaceship. <laughs> if I was. Yeah of age at the time this movie came out i would have been like damn that's sexy because i thought that it was now so just the way they talk to each other you're all like yeah oh heck yeah with the, I'm with there. the cigar okay yeah like, they're going back and i was forth. not expecting that for me i was like huh you were watching this whole movie and your <laughs> your interest goes in and out at times and then all of a sudden this scene comes on and you're like oh what's going on with <laughs> With 90s Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum in this uh, spaceship with a cigar. I'm not going to lie. I, <laughs> like, I thought fuck. that too. Yeah. There, I, all right. Yeah. Roland Emmerich <laughs> knows what he's doing. Yeah. It was. If all the buildup was for this, then I will watch it again. That's what the whole movie was about. Yeah. That scene. But no, I think most every woman in this movie is just really shit uh. acting. Especially our girl. The Viv. women are quite what's going on with her. Are, are quite really? inactive. I guess the yeah. one Jeff Goldblum's former wife kind of does. No, some she stuff. annoys me by the end too. It's just, everyone yeah. does usually. Um, and I like uh, <laughs> everyone. I like Judd Hirsch too. I think that he's fun. But the thing that pissed me off the most is the whole Area Fifty One from the time we stepped foot onto there to it's I guess it's the rest of the movie where we're there that they are so pissed off that this uh secretary of defense never said anything about area 51 but then they proceed to allow every single human into area 51 to poke around and go in the rooms and watch the things that are happening and do this and that and the children are in there with the alien like i <laughs> I lo- I was done. I was done. The second they let everyone walk in there, I was done. I just think that was the dumbest thing ever. I don't. I don't know why that why they did that. I totally um, feel like we would do that in real life, though. I, I totally do. I feel like there would be like you have to go to every- decontamination, and then Chris is just like, I said, open the doors, open the doors. Yes. and then they were just walking, and then Nicole's like, oh, those those people in the fucking hazmat suits are gonna be so pissed, and all their work <laughs> has just been ruined. Their life's work is just down the toilet fucking forget it also oh. did everyone forget to tell them that there's an alien invasion because they were just walking around doing their you know oh let's see <laughs> only if we can, you know yeah this is their time work. to shine yeah. only james rebhorn knew but he's a crooked politician type so he's not gonna do anything uh he's the he's that skinny old dude who's uh he's one the, of the guys the one, if he, you met him in real wagger. life you'd want to you'd want to punch him in the face like that's the secretary of defense right yeah yeah 
It's like we can't, we can't do all this. Like it's never gonna work. And then I, he's I like, "Oh yeah, him. well you're fired." <laughs> well, I he was. Mind him. He had to be that way. There had to be that guy. I mean, because there was Robert Loja, Robert Loja, you know, doing all. <laughs> he's the, the cigar chop in general. <laughs> you know who else was the worst? Vivica A. Fox's little kid. He was so annoying too. Oh, I giant with his giant hat. I hate it. <laughs> is that supposed to make me think he's cute or something? Because his hat is just draped over his his. You know what's hilarious head. though? I was Stupid. looking up the cast. I was looking up the cast on Google. I wanted to, you know, just look through the picture, the people, and everyone has an updated photo except that child. They still use his picture. <laughs> from he's like one and done. That's it. <laughs> Well, even Russell Case's like... kids went on to do other things. Like, James Duvall and Giuseppe Andrews and Lisa Jacob all did other projects. But, yeah, I don't know if this child did anything else. I mean, I've seen Lisa Jacob everywhere. I think he was older than they wanted him to be for the role. I want... They wanted the role to be younger, so they put big things on him to make him look small. And <laughs> that's... <laughs> that only goes so far. What a, what so. a choice. <laughs> That's so hilarious. Um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the, the ca- characters a two. I well, well, I'll just point out the ones we haven't talked about yet. Uh, Russell Case is uh, a way like it's a way dumber character than I not not just dumb like he's dumb dumb like so basic. Well, and I even asked you. I'm sorry I to could... cut you off. I even asked you though. I said, is this gonna be like a part of the movie? When they showed this drunk guy flying a plane. You were like, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, and his <laughs> oldest son Miguel, who we were like, uh, his children are all like different races, and like what and uh, what what's happening with? I mean, we don't know the mom, I guess, or if they're you know. So I, I don't know what, how these are his. These don't look like Randy Quaid's children. None of them. None of them. They look don't look like, like his Randy children. Quaid. But I I think they look like they could be related. I don't think that they, suppose, that it's that far off. I suppose. Uh, but he, he his character is I was abducted by aliens and the one guy in town. Oh yeah, it was sexual. <laughs> I'm like uh <laughs> This is a great Roland Emmerich comedy, um, and then uh, so he's he's a big character who like he he doesn't hold up at all really compared to like like Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum, and I like Bill Pullman. I think they all work as their as their uh, lead characters in this, uh, and then a couple of small characters we haven't talked about: Doctor Brackish Oaken, Brett uh, Spiner, pretty good, like him quite a bit. No, the cra- crazy haired doctor. Yeah, no. he's he's no. a very very comedic no. character. I like him. <laughs> No. Could they have made? I mean, I before I was saying I like these characters because they're so stereotypical. But he is I mean, so the perfect stereotype. He's got well, the crazy hair. He's, he pushes it just. That's the envelope, I guess, that I can't breach. That okay, we they don't let far. us out much. <laughs> I also like that he's like in charge of the facility, but he's also like the lead surgeon on the on the. Uh, alien like i guess he just does all the main jobs but eh, whatever and then my I, I the character that grades on me and i'm so glad he's in like three scenes and dies is fucking harry connick jr's character why do you hate Jimmy. him so much he's I don't so get it. fucking ir- i hate him i don't get that oh he's so ir- i don't even remember what he what role he plays he's the he's the friend of will smith and you know he's his friend because he says he's his buddy and he's oh hey, i got yeah. your oh. celebratory cigar right here and he's and he's he's goose from top gun he's so awful oh hold me 
in the the meeting room and all his terrible oh, jokes. Hilarious. I didn't even notice that. His was Jesse was it Jesse Jackson impersonation. It's all he's the worst. I hate I hate his character. I'm so glad he dies. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so there's there's all the characters. I'll give them I'll give them like a three five because I like like the lead tropey one. So I was just pointing out some of the. Smaller ones we didn't talk about, but uh, visual and sound. All the disaster porn and other things. Uh, Nicole? Yeah, this movie looks like shit. It looks awful. <gasps> it's it's so, so bad. What? I... I <laughs> who just said that? Not me. <laughs> I mean, I know it's, it's oh. 25 years old, so I'll give it some leeway, but it's mostly it just fireballs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of miniature cities, I believe. I mean, that's what the it looks like. The thing that bothers me more than the explosions and all is I think you could do a little bit better with the technology. Like we see the like we see like the missile on the radar screen <laughs> like hit the barrier and then it shows it like breaking up into like little pieces. It's like really cute. I'm like this is so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's video game worthy, right? Yeah, exactly. And the, like I said, the skull and crossbones with the <laughs> down downloading your virus. Oh, did you name it your virus? Okay, let's just leave it at that. But I also think that the aliens look disgusting, and that kind of grosses me out. So um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. This is not. I'm sure it's a lot of people's favorite part of this, but this is not my favorite part of the movie. Like I don't like older blowing up world stuff and i feel like it's really underplayed of how just how many people have died in the past three days in the world and i don't know bill pullman mentions mentions that a lot of people died yeah like probably torn up about a billion (laughs) probably a billion so what how do you what is your what is the world going to be after this i feel like everyone just doesn't care it's really funny but I guess that's what Brennan said the second one's about. So I have to. I guess I have to wait and see. I don't know. I this is. I don't like this. I don't like this type of movie. So I'm gonna give it a two. I'm okay with this. Uh, there's a scene that I really that was jarring the first time I saw it, and it's just as jarring now. But I'll talk about that in a second. But other than that, this is classic 25 year old stuff. Um, I like that it looks a little better than like a, a 1981 War Games kind of. Uh, screen so that's good um, but it does look some of the stuff looks very you know video gamey I think it's always interesting when they decide to portray aliens whether they're gonna have this you know Bulbous they always head. have yeah they always have some sort of giant head but for some it's a reason pretty these basic guys, design like it's a pretty it's like Giger ripoff mixed with the classic big-headed alien like Roswell alien yeah, but the fact that you can, and, and this one, you know, you can open them up and then there's another alien inside. I'm like, oh, that's kind of like, that's like alien, like Sigourney Weaver alien sort of. Um, so I don't, I, this is, you know, alien movies are okay. They're not really my jam, but this is fine. And I think all of the, all of the special effects, I mean, I know this movie must have cost a mint back in the day. But um, there are things that I like about it. I really like the desert scene when Willie's, Will is pulling the um, Willie, the alien, and and the when they're all driving their Winnebagos across the salt flat, you know, right around that same time. I think that's really cool. But that has nothing to do with like the big budget blah, you know, blow up stuff. Blow up stuff is fine. I, I don't. It doesn't. 
I would never give a movie like a five because they have really great, you know, pyrotechnic scenes or whatever. So it's very um, Star Warsy. Yeah, but star- this movie is like what 20, 30 years, twenty years, twenty years after star Wars? twenty years after the first Star Wars. Yeah, which you know that was really that was video gamey for the time. So, mm-hmm. um, but the scene that drives me crazy every time. So Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum are in the alien ship. And they're like, okay, we're going to get ready to go to the aliens. And we're still in Area 51. And he puts it in reverse accidentally. And it bangs into the wall a little bit. And it has this, like, awful jerking motion that is not (sighs) natural in any world. Like, it's so bad. Like, the editing on that is just so bad. And every time I see that, I'm like, you missed because of this. Like, this was a miss (laughs) 100%. Yes, yes, um, Yes, yes, without the oops. Also a great line, right? That's, Jeff Goldblum has a good, stu- good stuff. And I understand that there was a lot of uh, improv be- when Jeff Goldblum was in scenes because I feel like he is not really the character. He's just Jeff Goldblum in that, in that whole world. Like every time he's in something, he's yeah. not really the character. He's just Jeff Goldblum. And, and that's what he lends itself to. So, so I, I, I like that. I like the music behind it. It doesn't give an overwhelming, you know, 4th of July thing until the whole, you know, speech thing. Speech. Um, celebrate our independence. Yes. Day. Yeah. What a way to make the whole world that. celebrate <laughs> something American. I think that's kind by of by that funny. time I'm so checked out of the whole movie. I didn't even, I don't even remember the speech. <laughs> Oh, Nicole, I think I just sent it to you this morning, so thank you. It usually gets sent around this time of year. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to go ahead. I mean, it was fine. I'm going to go with, uh, for the time, Uh, for the time. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Yeah, for the time, it's okay. You look, it, it does continue to date as like as time goes on. The one, the, yeah. the one that sticks out to me is Vivica Fox in the in the tunnel, and she yells for the dog, and the dog like jumps <gasps> through the flames. I'm like, that is the, the that is the most terrible looking. <laughs> it looks so bad. No, go back and look at the one I'm talking about. You'll see what I'm saying. The ship going okay. backwards. I never even noticed that scene because it's so like oh, it's, it's just awful. it's like a filler between. We're getting ready for stuff to happen, but uh, the, yeah, <laughs> uh, all the cars too—they like fall in slow motion. But everyone else is running regular. <laughs> Sometimes, sp- but everyone else is running regular speed around. It's like it's not intentionally like this is a slow mo shot. It's just they fall slow. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand. That's how, how cars fall. They they fall slow. And I like when the the White House. Pl- also, they they hover right over the White House. Like, wow, this must be their bed. I don't know how they know this, but and then like two by fours fly like- out. Like, I, I don't think that's how they build <laughs> these buildings anymore. The White House. It's r- ridiculous stuff like well, that. Well, don't you feel? I feel like the aliens did their homework before they attacked. I mean, they knew all the big cities. They knew all the monuments. They wanted to like you know. Well, yeah, because they studied the, Russell just, Case. That's how they know. When they, I feel like he doesn't know that stuff. How did they get that from him? They didn't. There's no I way. I think he made that up when he was hot, like smoking crack. <laughs> he just got lucky that they actually came back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, there is a scene I like, though, as like a scene constructed for a movie. And that's when Will Smith wakes up 
And he's like, oh, there's an earthquake happening. And the, the, and the Vivica Fay Fox is like, oh, go back to bed. It's not even a 4.0. And then the kid comes mm. in and the kid comes in and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm shooting the aliens. He's like, oh, okay, whatever. And then they're at the news is on and the big radius is on. He's like, oh, they're talking about the quake. And then he looks outside the window and all the neighbors are panicking. Oh, the neighbors must be moving. Guess they can't handle the quakes. <laughs> like, I like how long that scene goes on before he actually looks up. Right. And then we get the push in like, oh, shit, the aliens are here. It's actually a well-constructed, like, like good. Like, that That was like a Spielberg level. Like, that's where he, he feels like he understands how to make a thing. And then, you know, then it goes back to all his writing and everything else that happens in this. But that, that I like that scene as, like, a real, real scene. It has nothing to do with any of the effects. It has, like, three mm-hmm. characters. And it doesn't even have to do with their what they do in the movie. It's just, like, a little, like, it's, 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 a, it's a good thing. Uh, so I'll, I'll That's get- what I mean by you, what... When you're watching it, you don't get to see those things because those are all, ca- you know, world building at the beginning, and you never see the beginning of this movie. Yeah, you so. come in when the speech and when they when they when the aliens are in fifty area fifty one, yeah. and when everything's being destroyed right. for twenty minutes. Uh, so I, right. I, you know, it doesn't. All, not everything holds up, and most and most of the music is also pretty terrible. Like you know, at the very beginning, they're singing "It's End of the World as We Know It" is playing as the guys golfing in the little <laughs> the little. F- whatever base where they like monitor aliens SETI. i don't yes yeah, seti terrible like all that or and the music that's a real thing brennan it's terrible i mean seti's a real thing i don't think it looks like that i think it's one guy playing golf and then he hears like what sounds like uh like uh, like creaky like metal creaking and then he's like this is this is what we've been looking for and then this he calls the real. guy uh the, he wakes up in the middle of the night this better be good it's and from the beginning we're already like oh this is gonna be the dumbest <laughs> thing ever so uh, i'll give the visual and sound like a three uh it's most it's 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 okay for the time it doesn't really hold up that well there's a couple of okay things in here uh but it's 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 it fits the corn, the cheese, all that. The ending is after the speech, the the wonderful "We will not go quietly into the night" speech. Uh, Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith go up to blow up the aliens with the virus, the big mothership with the nuke, uh, while the fighter jets take out the uh, the ground ship over Area Fifty One. Nicole also pointed out when they blow up the ship. It's over Area 51, like, it, they're just hoping it doesn't, because it just, like, it kind of leans to the side, so when it crashes, it doesn't kill them all, I, and it's, they say it's, like, 15 miles wide, I, 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 <laughs> I got real lucky with that one, something Nicole pointed out that I had never even thought of, uh, but, you know, they survived that, uh, and then, you know, the, you know, the Jeff Goldblum and, uh, and Will Smith come out of the desert, smoking their cigars, they survived the crash, and then... Uh, the, the, the Bill Pullman congratulates them after the he survives Ugh. the attack and Randy the Quaid worst. sacrifices. Not not too bad. Not bad because <laughs> he doesn't like Jeff Goldblum, but now he's earned his respect. So uh, and then we see all the uh, tell tell him how to bring sucks. the sons of bitches down, and then we see we see okay the, that's great. Well, then we go to like the. <laughs> Like terrible, like bad stereotype African tribes people, like shaking their spears in the sky as the ships are coming down. I'm like, this is terrible. This is well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When there's the rest of the world, what do we get? That's what we get. Yeah, the guys in like turbans, but they're by the pyramids, and they're like, oh yeah, right. Like, it's so bad. But whatever. That was a miss. Yeah. yeah, What the fuck was that? Not everything holds up to time. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, humans win. 
win. They take out the aliens, and uh, and I I think they think that they thought this was over, but in twenty years we we're going to get a sequel to find out more things. Uh, but that's the end of this film. What do you think of the resonance and feel, Mama K? I mean, you have to have resonance and feel for this. This has been in in my world for since it came out twenty five years. It still repeats itself every year, right around this time. And it, you know, it lasts a little, a little while. And even times when we're not talking about this, we say, you know, we quote this quite often in a lot of different circumstances. So for me, the resonance and feel for this is a five because it's just part of our everyday life, uh, um, daily, not daily, maybe it's part monthly, of our everyday life vernacular. <laughs> it's part of our everyday life. I mean, you know, I, I know exactly what to do when this happens. I don't want to be near a big city at all. So, I mean, I think I'm pretty safe where I'm at. You guys are fucked. So, um, you at might want to move point, out. I'd rather just die if that's what the world's going to be like. I would rather yeah, Nicole just is, take the L. Is, uh, first sign of any apocalypse. Don't She's tell like, everybody. Just, just let me don't die. tell everybody on the sacrifice. I'm pretty Please sure I've said that on that multiple tr- multiple shows where any anything difficult happens, you're like, nope, just kill me. I don't even want to try to live in this world. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about like everyday things or actual no, like alien quiet invasion? place style yeah aliens zombies nuclear oh, yeah, right, any right. any world ending event that like shifts how the world yeah. is she's not one of those oh let's try to survive and like make little tribes and do stuff <laughs> she's like nope no nah, i don't want to do any of that <laughs> oh i'm opposite i'm all about the tribal let's let's figure out how Jeez, to work this now, out mckay's gonna sacrifice me on purpose <laughs> <laughs> take her she's willing to go (laughs) no i mean as a kid i played disaster that was like one of the things that we played as a kid was disaster world's ending you know earthquake all of that stuff too too frequent that it doesn't sound like a fun game anymore it just sounds like (laughs) you mean it sounds too real yeah (laughs) i guess i'm happy i watched it once um so i could know what everybody else is talking about but I don't think I'll be returning to it as a yearly tradition. <laughs> um, I don't know about that. There, you've got some, there's some no, family the things national... that you have to sign on the dotted line for. and that might. But be can't we compromise with National Treasure? I mean, yeah, I'm about that, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like that fine. more We're than s- this, but I mean, this, this still has a very, it's a, uh, it, yeah. it will not go quietly I mean, it's really into the night. It's <sighs> a really stupid plot and it's, I feel like it's executed really <laughs> poorly. I think it's really dumb. And some of the acting is just so bad that it is funny. This is a comedy. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to just, I don't know, give it a two. <laughs> mm. I don't want to drag on too much long because I don't really have a lot more to say. I, it's pretty much what Mawake said. It's something that has fifty thousand quotes that come up very frequently for for myself and others. Uh, just. Uh, it, it and it, it it's constantly on play and like TV and stuff. Like I know some movies like just are around, but I think that's kind of a thing. Like so a lot, there's a lot of movies made and a lot of them fade into obscurity, and this one just hangs around. It won't <laughs> it will not go quietly into it won't die. Night. Yep, it will not vanish without a fight. It's going to go on. It's going to survive. Uh, so I'll, I'll I, I gotta <laughs> it feels it feel it feels wrong because I'm I'm the I'm the you Do know. It. But I gotta give it a five. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it, you it, do. It is. It's a five. It, I, there's no way for me to get around it. It's too. It's it's pervasive. It just it it, just, it cannot be stopped. So we're at the end it's here. Insidious. We're at the end here. You're gonna recommend Independence Day, uh, Mama K. I have... 
yeah, I'm going to recommend it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Before this, I, this movie really kind of grates on me a little bit. So um, I think watching it uh, stem to stern it helped me appreciate it again. So I'm going to recommend it. I don't know anybody who's going to watch it again, but I, I'll, I'll let people know. Nicole? Um, I say no. Um, <laughs> I think anybody who hasn't seen it yet that is of a reasonable age to have seen it has made the decision to not watch it like myself so That's probably a good point. it would be it would fall on deaf ears <laughs> yeah i don't think this is a movie that like yeah. people born after this are going to go back and like like i think it will fade out with the time of the people who watched it so whenever i'm i, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, are you talking like 40 years from now or what i mean yeah a, a long ways from now but uh yeah they this is uh it, 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 I don't think I don't see it speaking to people under twenty five. I think I'm the I'm of the last people to watch this. If you were not alive when it came out, I don't I don't know. You go back and be like, oh, this is what movies used to be. I think you're like Jess. I think you're like, uh, this is like because <laughs> Jess would hate this. No. Jess would find this repulsively yeah. horrible. Uh, and so I think uh, I, I recommend it, but you know I'm recommending it to. All of you people who have already seen it a million times and, you know, probably like the cheesy, corny terribleness. Uh, so it's two recommends of a nostalgic type and one not recommend from a new viewer. Yes. And that is how we conclude our Independence Day. Also, it's called, they, they, the acronym for it is ID4 because right. because it's on the 4th of July. Yes. But it's not Independence Day 4. No. And it's the 4th of July. Like, it's not IDJ4. It's, te- it's so dumb. I don't, whatever. It's IDK. <laughs> IDK. So that's uh, that's the end of this one here. Uh, coming up, we've got more theatery stuff, and uh, we take we take our Fourth of July episode and go back on a on a big dumb American movie. And speaking of big dumb American movies, we've got a new tournament coming out on Instagram. By the time you're hearing this, it's the Big Dumb American Movie Tournament. It's sixteen of the biggest blockbusteriest. Flag waving, fist pumping, <laughs> red blooded pieces of shit uh, movies that we have. So I, I call it. I have to call it the Big Dumb American Tournament because it's not like the patriotic movies. Because there's not going to be good like there's no Lincoln or Hidden <laughs> Figures or any any like you know <laughs> historical movies that have like Oscar. Right. Or, you know this is where you're going to find this movie and National Treasure and other Roland Emmerich movies. Actually, will make uh, appearances on that list. So. Uh, that, nice. that, uh, you'll be able to see it's the top 16 and they're, you know, all, all the big, are we calling this the BDA, like the BDA, uh, I just called it that so that I couldn't call it the patriotic cause I didn't want people to be like, Oh, you're not putting right. on like, and like, no, I'm not putting on like actual like saving private Ryan. Like I'm not putting on like actually like quality right. fit. Like I think all these are rotten with the exception on Rotten Tomatoes with the exception of, a couple that are in like the sixties or seventies, but that's more of like just like eh, they're they're well aware, they're self aware of how terrible they are. So, um, how do you feel about calling this BDA four and then not explaining why? Ugh, I don't want to give I don't want to give any answer to Independence Day <laughs> in the tournament. There's fifteen other equally crazy movies on there, so you know. gems. They're gems. Yeah. So again, some are good movies they're technically. National treasures. Uh, there you go. That's I think that's how we. <laughs> oh. That's how we conclude this one. So that's on my Instagram at Brennan underscore Pothost. You can also reach out to me on there with questions or recommendations. Other places for that are Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. And our email is filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. 
Thank you guys for being on for this yeah. for our Happy Independence, Independence Day. Day to the United States listeners. Yes. Very fun. <laughs> and everyone, because we saved them. It's no longer an American holiday, but the day right. that we will not go quietly. Okay, you guys get it. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.